Hi everyone, and welcome to this episode of The Journey from Dude to Dad. I'm Kyle Mickle, and my dad is the host. His name is Mike, and he is far from being a dude. He's been a dad for 21 years. He has me to thank for that. He's joined by his friend Kevin Walker, who is also pretty far removed from dudeness. After all, he's so old he went to college with my mom. Anyway, they definitely know about dad stuff, and they will have plenty of dudes joining them. So let's get started. It is another episode of The Journey from Dude to Dad. He's Mike Mickle. I'm Kevin Walker. Holidays still upon us. So far, we've survived. We have. And it's you know, a good sign. More or less unscarred. That's true. <laughs> it's Well, it's not over yet. That's right. Thanksgiving's done. Christmas is still coming. So we're. I guess you consider that. Is that halfway or do you have to get to New Year's before you really are successful? See, I, yeah, I think you got to get closer to Christmas before it's halfway because you still have New Year's to go yeah. through. So, yeah. Let's not get... Let's not get overly cocky. Yeah, don't just get too caught yet, up in that yet. Yeah, no, that's exists. true. You get through Christmas. New Year's is like all downhill. Absolutely. Yeah. Once you once you get past Christmas, yeah. and is it is it this way in your house? Like sometimes for me, it's like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day are almost like two holidays because half of our family likes to celebrate on Christmas Eve. Yep. And dinner and things like that with my mother in law, and then Christmas Day, then it's all the gifts and all of the you know other family. So it is almost like two holidays for us. It is, although I wonder if we'll have those two holidays. Uh, my mother-in-law has been pretty much staying at home. Yeah. And so this is the first time, I believe, since Karen and I have been married almost 25 years that we did not have Thanksgiving with her family. And her mom is just concerned, and we said, okay, that's fine. So it was just the five of us at home. And depending on how the numbers are, you know, between now and Christmas, I'm uh-huh. not sure if we'll do it or not. But it was just, it was a nice laid-back day where we watched the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. We had too much to eat. Got to watch a little football. All right, so the Macy's Parade. Let's just, for a second, let's talk about that. Because I watched it with my youngest daughter on the DVR. It, there's really no parade there. It's just like, and you're a TV guy. It seemed to me like the two anchors were, and Al Roker especially, all they did the entire three hours was read script for promos. And don't forget, this, I mean, it was just, I was, it was hard for me to watch. I'm like, where's the actual parade? Where's the floats? You know, it's funny that you say that. I, I enjoyed seeing some of the balloons. I liked some of the musical performances. And I guess the fact that they even attempted to have one yeah. when they couldn't have the crowd that they normally have mm-hmm. in Manhattan. And they had, I think, a two-block area to use. And so they had to, they had to get very creative. But, you know, you've got people like Savannah Guthrie. Mm-hmm. And she is literally reading promos for Macy's and yeah. for other people, yeah. the sponsors. Yep. And that, I thought, was a little uncomfortable. But... I guess, you know, um, things have changed for us. And so the fact that they even had one and True. we had to hear some of the Christmas music and, yeah. and the other vocals and stuff like that, I, I, I enjoyed that anyway. It w- I mean, it was neat to see. It's, I don't know how you, you could have probably had that whole thing in two hours instead of three hours. It did seem like they stretched I mean, I, I, I got it like the third time that I can go to the Verizon app and like see the, the parade from a different angle. It's like each one of them had to tell me that multiple times. And did you ever go to the Verizon? No, I, I never did. I never went to the YouTube channel. Or I was like, I'll just watch it on NBC. I'm just, what am I doing? Why would, I, why would you tell me to turn away from your broadcast? Verizon must have paid a lot of money for that. Yep. And you know? you we're also spoiled. I waited until the parade was, I don't know, an hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes in, and then backed it up. Oh, there you and go. And then I watched it without uh-huh. the commercials and all that kind of yeah. stuff. So I'm one of those guys oh. that, you know. All these people paid all that money 
for sponsorships and for commercial time in mm-hmm. there, and I zipped right on past them. That's pretty much what happened. We even got to the point where um, I was maybe two and a half hours into it, and she's like, I'm good, Dad. Can I watch, can I watch Netflix? Sure, because I'm over it already. I'm like, we got to, uh, what is the, the Rockettes? Yes. That we got to that part, and she was not as impressed as I thought because she's a, she loves dance, but they were like, uh, they, oh, what were they? They were nutcrackers or something, or soldiers. Yeah, toy Sol- soldiers toy or something, soldiers. yeah. And it just, they, were, they did a lot of line, and, and she was just, she was not impressed. She l- normally loves the Rockettes, but they weren't doing a lot of, like, leg kicks and so, yeah, so the six-year-old was not overly impressed. I'm like, I'm over this already, so we can turn it off whenever. I was just trying to be a good dad because she, Dad, I want to watch the parade because she knows this year there was no Festival of Trees parade or no Festival of Trees. So they, she keenly aware that that wasn't going to happen. So she was all about it. But I'm like, yep, I'm, I'm, yeah, you're done? Okay, I'm done. Delete. Let's just get on, to the, on to the next, next. thing. Football's it's, not on for how long? And I'm like, let's let's just get right to it. When, the, when are the Hawkeyes on? That was like, because we watched, that. that's so typical of, of my household now. I don't know how much of any live television we actually watch anymore. Almost everything is off our DVR. Oh. And, and then it's so much easier to just go through it and be done with it. Yep. We do that a lot too. And, you know, we have, there are things that Karen wants to watch that I, no, I, I, rather poke my eye out than, than do that. <laughs> uh, she is a huge Bachelor fan, Bachelor yeah. in Paradise, Bachelorette. Uh, I'm, I'm saddened to tell you that some of my kids have decided that they like that as well. I, yeah, I've been forced to watch it, but can't get into that. Yeah, I mean, I used to have to watch it for, for work when I worked at B100 because we, we talked about it. Now I don't care, and I... I, I have to say, I don't think I've watched a season in two or three years now. So I'm, but that's just replaced by the Real Housewives of insert whatever city. Salt Lake Love City. at first sight. Love oh at yeah, line. yeah. So those are I, yeah, yeah. All those. Yeah. Love kills. You know all those. It's just, yeah. <laughs> Love is blind. Oh, it is. Yeah, the, it, and it never ends. It just never ends. And so Karen likes a lot of that. So. I find something else to do when she's getting her bachelor fix. But, you know, we like The Amazing Race. We like the Chicago Trilogy. We like Mm -hmm. Med, PD, and Fire. We enjoy watching those together and things like that. But, you know, to your point, well, because now we're we're down to only one sport and one athlete, so it's a little easier now. But, you know, there's still times that we're just – I think we got so used to DVRing everything because we were gone so many evenings of the week Mm -hmm. that we still do that now. Yeah. And – and then we'll just watch it whenever we want. We're both home. We want to watch it together, and and you know, zip through the parts that aren't keeping our attention. I mean, I I will often even DVR the news and watch it. If I I feel like if I watch it within an hour or two, it's probably still current. So I mean, I I will watch news at six o'clock sometimes. But even the evening news, I will record that at five thirty because often I'm not home. And I but for me, I still feel like. I have like because I've watched it my whole life, right? And wanted to be a journalist at one point. God love you. And I, I still, and I mean, I sound I sound terrible, but I still record all three network newscasts. I only will usually watch one or two of them, but I will record all three and then go back and forth. They all cover the same damn stories. That's not true. You know, there's only that, a couple stories. True. Local four is completely. No, no, no. I'm talking. I'm, t- I'm talking about like the national news. Oh, them. I will yeah, record all three. <laughs> and then, like, go back and forth. I'm still that guy because I always wanted to be a TV guy. I'm still fascinated by, like, anchors. And, like, now, now uh, you know, 
NBC's got a new set and he stands or behind the desk. I'm like, my wife's like, you're nuts. Why do you care? What do you, I'm like, it's the guy that always wanted to be in TV. You know, I still, I mean, I interned at one TV station when I was in college and getting into radio and never looked back, but I still am fascinated by TV news. My wife could care less unless it's like, I want to know right now what's going. It's just something that's like dramatically affecting her life. Right. And I'm like, I'd it's just like to watch it and see what's going on. Her, or if it's breaking news that she's heard about. Yeah. I get that. I get that. I'm still, you know, that's what, clearly I left it for a while. Yeah. Just went down the documentary path, which I still enjoy doing my documentaries, but I kind of got drawn back in. Uh, and there's something about it. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's the chase. I think that's, you know, and, and the fact, you know, when you do a story about a young woman who, uh, they're not sure will live if she doesn't get a kidney transplant yeah. soon. And a viewer that never met her donates a kidney. Those are just moments that you just never forget. And so yeah. there are this, you know, when you're trying to do the right thing, uh, you can impact lives in a positive way. And then there's, the, you know, there's the chase. There's the, the breaking news. And, you know, if it's happening in the community, it's, it's presenting a danger. Mm-hmm. And you want to be out there and you want to be giving people the information that they need so that they can avoid that area or do whatever. But then, you know, you go home at night and you say, wow, I've got these 22 to 25 year olds and we're trying to give everybody else the information mm-hmm. so they can avoid the area. And our team's out there on the front lines, right behind the police. Yes. So that's yeah, your TV feeling. station, I, and this is changed. I know this is a direct effect of of the style you wanted to bring to it, there is much more local coverage at WHBF than there ever was before, I think. Well, thank you. And, I mean, and you're right, breaking news and on-site on and live crews and that. And that, I mean, but that's the kind of stuff that matters to the community, no matter who's doing it. All, if all three of you are doing it, it it's, it's interesting to see. So here's a question, and I don't think, I mean, I don't really know the answer to this, and I'm sure you'll explain it to me. Why is it that like six o'clock local news or 630 or the earlier newscasts have much more local stuff. And then it seems like at 10 o'clock we hear a rehash of national news on the 10. I mean, there's still local stuff, but why is, why is there so much more national stuff on at 10 o'clock? I think it's a couple of things. One from our standpoint, you know, we only have so much staffing mm-hmm. and so we try, you know, we have everybody going out and every one of our reporters is required to go out and get two stories that could be leads and are mm-hmm. unique uh, to our uh, our viewers, you know, that meaning that the other station shouldn't have it. That means, yeah, we've got uh, photogs that go out and get, you know, press releases and news conferences and things like that. But the reporters are tasked with, with more than that. And I think when you're doing seven hours of news a day, because we also have the Fox affiliate, we have Fox yep. 18. And so by the time you get to the evening and you have one and especially with us, we're down to one evening reporter while we look for a second one here, then there's just not as much, there's not as much content left. Yeah, that makes sense. And we feel a little bit better about having some national stuff at 10, because if you weren't home at 530, then you missed it. I don't like it when we're trying to do something at five or at six, because either you're about to see it or you just saw it. But at 10 o'clock, makes sense. it's a little more palatable for me. No, that makes sense. I, that, see, I knew you would know the answer to that. My whole life, I've wondered about that. Oh, you should have asked me years We're ago. We're done. I'm good. I can okay. go home now. Right. I'm finished. Nice. nice. 
<laughs> and he's never going to watch the 10 p.m. news again. Yeah, really. Now I, I won't need to. That's it. Jeez. We're trying to get away from that, too. Yeah, really. So is it a situation where when you're at home at night, are you flipping through? Are you watching just your newscast or are you flipping through other stations, too, to see what's going on? Or are you flipping through CNN and other stuff or do you are you watching The Amazing Race? I I mean this with all due respect to the networks. but I couldn't. I could care less what's happening with national news there you go. because we spend so much of our time doing stories on our community mm-hmm. that you know people will talk to me about the biases of national news, and I, I look at them and I know they they think that I'm not being truthful. But I say I have no idea. I I mm-hmm. don't watch them, so I I am watching. Of course, I watch some of the competition. You know, I I started here in the Quad Cities at. Uh, KWQC, and I still have friends over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're good people, and I have partnered with WQAD, so I know some of the people there. So yeah, I flip around to see what everybody else is doing, but by and large, I'm watching ours. And you know, that's the other thing too. When you live it all day long, mm-hmm. I'll watch a couple of newscasts, and then the next morning, I have it recorded on the internet uh, at the station, and I'll okay. go back and look at things then. Our stuff, but yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. I'm trying to not worry about what they're doing and, and stay focused on what we're doing. At the holidays, does it, does it really, because you are trying to do local news and features and things that other people aren't finding story-wise, is that easier to do at Christmas and the holidays or is, that, or is it actually harder to do? You know, the one thing, Evan, that we've really changed is that, um, yeah, we're doing breaking news and of course we're covering, you know, the big story, uh, which is COVID. But we're looking for, I, it used to be everybody had to come in with two stories that could be lead stories, and now we designate a reporter um, each day to come up with a good news story. Mm-hmm. We want something that will give people hope or make them smile, um, and so we're doing that as well. And so right now, knock on wood, it's been good. And, you know, I really had told our team after being here, you know, December 15th, will be my 30th year in the Quad Cities. And I've told um, my team that, um, you know, once it starts to get cold, there's not going to be as much breaking news. It always it always calms down when the weather mm-hmm. gets cold. And then the first warm day that we have, unseasonably warm day, a little bit of it will fire back up. And that has not been the case for 2020. I mean, there's still... Yeah. Uh, God love the local police because they're out there on the front lines. And it yeah. seems like... Not every day, but several days a week, they are responding to shots fired in yeah. neighborhoods. And, you know, it used to be more isolated than it is now. Now that area is spreading out. Yes. Yeah, it, it, it's more common, which is unfortunate. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you would have had a really good story this week if you just wanted to story about how a six-month-old dog can't walk around my house with a halo on. After we had him oh, neutered, no. and, and then he couldn't, he finally got it off. It's two weeks, but that damn dog could not figure out, like, which way was up having that little collar on. He hated that. Oh, he hated that. So about once a day, I would take it off him, and the vet said, you can take it off, but only if you supervise him. Like, immediate super, because then he, you know, so I would take it off, like, for 20 minutes a day, and he would, like, go scarf down a, a bowl full of food and then come over and look at me like you can put that thing back on me okay. and then try to come bite on, me Dad. when I would put it on oh but it was just yeah a, a dog barked more during those two weeks and bumped into things the only good thing is none of my woodwork got chewed up during that two weeks <sighs> there are no blankets or shoes that got ate I mean I'm like can I just keep that on him 
forever? I think we've lost track of the amount of socks <laughs> and the, the pairs of shoes that are no longer part of the Mickle family. And the point when we were like, okay, enough's enough, is when we came in uh, to the family room one morning after he had, we had taken him out, thought, okay, he's done his business outside, we're fine. Went back in, fell into bed for just like a half an hour, came back out, and there is like a half dollar size hole in our carpet where he <laughs> chewed it in the middle of the family room. Not, not just in a corner where you can hide it. Nope, mm-hmm. it's right there in the middle. He chews everything. Oh, I know. We have the same problem. Although, does your dog, like, Kinnick will go outside, go to the bathroom, but if he doesn't poop, he'll immediately want to come in, and I'm like, no, 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 I know better. And if you, he won't go, you bring him inside, and eight minutes later, he'll have pooped on the hardwood floor. Like, I'm like, we, we were just outside. I, I waited for you, and you looked at me like, I'm done. And then you bring him inside, and a lot of times I don't notice it until I'm like, what does that smell? And I'm yep. like, oh, yeah, wait a minute. The ho- oh, there he is in the hallway. Uh, Boomer likes to either go downstairs where Matt is or go upstairs where Kyle is. And I kind of call that a win because if they see it first, they have to pick it up. Is that the rule? Yeah, that's a rule. Uh, uh, uh. Now, that doesn't work in our house. Dad cleans li- it up all the time. It's a little difficult, but Matt will still try to claim, must have happened after I came up here, Dad, because I didn't see it. It was at the foot of the <laughs> stairs, Matthew. You saw it. You stepped over it. You walked upstairs. You, yeah. Uh, you know, we talk about being at Caddy's all the time to do these things. And we're here again today. But I was thinking on the way here, I'm thinking, man, people think they must think that we live at Caddy's. But can you imagine having it at either one of our homes with the puppies there? No, it's it, true. It would be interruption after interruption. Yeah. And or at my house, it would be the dog or the six-year-old. She never wants my attention until I'm busy. Then it's, mm-hmm. you know, I need this. I need that. Where's your mom? I don't know. She's. No, she's in the other room. She's downstairs. She's in the office or she's watching TV. Dad, 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 dad. Can you see I'm on the phone? Yes. Then why are you talking to me? I don't know. I need you. You don't. Are you dying? Did you cut yourself? Have you not eaten for three days? Did you set something on fire? Really? Is the house on fire? Did the dog poop in your room? Have you cut yourself? No. Well, then you're fine. Hold, please. She just, I mean, and, and usually it's kind of cute but it's becoming less cute as it gets as it gets older (laughs) i don't know if 2020 is maybe less patient for things that really shouldn't bother me as a father like she's six i get it she's six but at what point do you learn to do what your parents ask you to do that's the question i always ask katie i know i love her she's cute but how many times i gotta tell her to not interrupt me when i'm on the phone well matt's 18 no jeez we're still working Great. on that. I have 12 more years of this, evidently. Thank you. Oh, I give Matthew a lot of grief, but you know what? He, I'm glad we had our third. I'm glad we had our bonus baby because he is just, he is so different from his brother and sister. He is, he's exhausting, but he's a lot of fun. <laughs> and I've invited him to be on this podcast. And you know, Kyle accepted it. Kyle right did. Away. Yeah, he did. Not so much, man. Matt has declined so far. Well, I think the thought of sitting down for an hour for a podcast is probably just, true. Yeah, it makes Matt want to twitch. He doesn't have time for that. Yeah. So he, one of these days, one of these days. Sure. All right. He'll make a guest appearance and talk for us. Yeah, he'll come in for minutes, five minutes like that, yeah. yeah, and then be out. Yeah, That's I was right. hopeful. He can cover it all in that time, I yeah, suppose. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
Exactly. Um, as we get towards the holidays, we're going to take a break and we'll come back and we can talk about some of the things that are going on with the magazine. Um, maybe, you know, 2020 has been one of those years everyone talks about all the horrible things that have happened. Uh, before we started, we talked about maybe some things that we've learned that may not be a whole lot of super positives for 2020, but I think we each have maybe a couple things that we can share that yeah. are, you know, it may spark some some thought in your mind as you're listening to this that 2020 wasn't all terrible. It's not all doom and gloom. There have been some positive things that have come from this um, and certainly some life lessons. QC Family Focus Magazine, the December slash holiday edition is available now. You can find it online at qcfamilyfocus.com. iSurgeons Associates, RIA Federal Credit Union, both have stories and tips on how you can survive and enjoy the holidays. And there's so much more in this holiday edition of QC Family Focus Magazine. Online at qcfamilyfocus.com. We're back. It's the journey from dude to dad, and we're at Caddy's. You may hear us in the background, the football going on here on a... Who's uh, playing now? Well, who isn't playing, it seems like. Then they have so many There's the Hawkeyes. Uh, That's a recap? Could be. I don't know. I don't have my glasses on. No, that's a Pac-12 game. Okay, I just saw black and gold, so I thought maybe they were reliving the Hawkeye victory. That's true. Okay. That, We're completely that a, distracted now. We, yeah, really. I was like, football, yay. Oh, look, more yeah. beer is coming. That's even better. <laughs> this is what we live on. Yep. This is what we do. I mean, there's nothing wrong. We're supporting local businesses. Exactly. When we, exactly. When we are here at sure. Caddy's. Is that yeah. how we put it? Yeah. Drink local. Exactly. Eat local. Yeah. Record local or something like that. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's- She's like, don't put me on. Just, I don't want to talk. Nice. <laughs> um... Oh, we're kind goodness. of like just this is this is one of those episodes where we don't have a guest, so we're just kind of wrapping up things or talking about things that are top of mind. It's cl- it's close to the end of 2020. Um, do you want to talk about the magazine December issue, or do you want to talk about all of the fabulous things we've learned that are great about 2020? Why don't we start with a magazine? Can we do okay. that? Uh, it's the holiday edition. You know, we adjusted our print schedule based on when people were, when kids were going back to school and stuff. And now a lot of schools are out, and so mm-hmm. we've got people saying, you know, uh, if if it's not going into these schools, well, can we, you know, where can we read it? And um, we have upped our distribution in some of the other locations, some of the grocery stores and things like that. And, of course, we have the online version. And there are still some schools that are in session and daycares yeah. and preschools that are still mm-hmm. taking it. So it's still very much a thing. And um, it's still very much a part of who we are. And, obviously, after 17 years, and I'm looking back at the front cover, we're, you know, Matt was sitting up with his, you know, little – toe head and um <laughs> was all chunky and everything and i think eight months old and now he's 18 wow and we've had the magazine all that time it's just so much a part of who we are and, you mm-hmm. know as we you know you and i have even off the mic we have talked about covid and you know the impact but at some point we have to move forward And, you know, it may be slowly and it may not be the route that we all planned on, but we have to move forward. Yeah. And so when when Karen and I were talking about this and Karen is um, the voice of reason in our house and she was the one saying, you know, I don't know that we want a lot about COVID in the magazine. And I said, you know what? You're right. And so we wrote, we address it, but 
The entire holiday edition is filled with articles about hope or help. If people need help in their relationships, if they need help with other things, there's advice there. And the rest of it's about hope because we do have reason to hope. You know, we still have, we have our support systems. We have our families. We have, you know, a vaccine may be on the way. I just feel like while we have to be smart, Mm -hmm. we can't let it control our lives. And we need to be looking at what's really important to us. And for me, it's those other four people. Uh, yeah, at that home in Bettendorf, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, no, I think about that too, about some of the things that I do or why I do it. And it is, I mean, you always take care of yourself because you have to. You can't take care of other people if you're not taking care of yourself. But you're right. So much of the decisions I make now or the, the planning I make mm-hmm. is based on what I think is best for my family or, or my daughter in college or my daughter who is yet to go, you know, even to middle school who will eventually right. be in college. But yeah, it... Uh, has 2020 been a terrible year? Absolutely. Have there been actually some good things that have happened this year? There, Yes, I bet most people could find something. It's hard sometimes to choose to look at those because there is so much news that is depressing or is, um, you know, that, that people would say, well, I don't, how are we going to, what about this and it, the vaccine and it can take forever and the death toll and all this? Absolutely. I mean, the reality in my own life, my father-in-law passed away this year after a battle with cancer. And it's like, for me, I've determined that 2020, there've been a lot of crappy things. Business has gone down. I'm kind of glad that all of it happened at once. I wouldn't want to spread all that stuff out into 2021. I think for me, maybe it's because I'm I'm somewhat of an eternal optimist, which I think is a little bit different than some of my family who are a little bit more like realist, maybe. I'm, I'm excited about 2021 because it can't be any worse. It can only get better. It's the new chapter, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's the a new next chapter. Step. And I think that, that we all need that. And to your point, yeah, absolutely. Um, even caddies, when it closed down, it's, I can't tell you how many times after a PV football or basketball game, we have come here with the other parents. And sometimes, uh, you know, the boys come with us too. And we've had dinner after the game. And, you know, we've talked about what went right and what went wrong. And we bonded and everything. And so... It, you know, since Kyle was a freshman, this has been a location that's very close to the high school and that we come here all the time. And when they shut down for a while, I was really afraid they might not reopen. So to see them reopen now mm-hmm. and for us to be able to come back here in the back room and support them and see other people walking in and out of here, it's a good feeling. And, you know, we hear we're really trying in my other world of TV news to put a face on the people on the businesses that are struggling right now. Meet the people behind that business. Meet mm-hmm. the people who are employed there. This isn't just a business shutting down. It's people's livelihood, and they're our neighbors. And yep. so we're really trying to do a lot of that. But I do think that there is a renewed sense of community, and I certainly think that for many of us, never stop loving my family, love them very much. But I think, you know, we just get so used to getting in the grind and doing what we need to do that this has made all of us, even with Karen and I, believe it or not, even news was considered an essential worker. So we were allowed to go to work. And so we've stayed pretty busy with that. But when I'm off, I'm off. And I want to be there for the family. Exactly. Schedules have have, uh, shifted and things. And so... I definitely think it's a positive in that I think we're maybe a little more aware 
of how fortunate we are to have the families and the support systems that we have. Absolutely. And, and I mean, that's one of the things that the magazine offers every month, though, anyway, is some there's always a couple key articles about things that are helpful in your home life or in your, you know, in your child's life, whether it's something to do with their eyes or their teeth or something, you know, the practical. And then at the holiday time, I mean, in reality, you're just you're kind of spreading holiday cheer. You're choosing with what you with what you put in the magazine to be positive and to spread that holiday cheer. And that's, you know, and if if that gives someone 22 minutes of joy to spend the time thumbing through the articles online or thumbing through it, that's what it's there for is to to give some support and to be practical even the front cover we you know we've all we always put thought into that before we choose a front cover but this month it's two adorable puppies wearing santa hats <laughs> and karen said can we just have cute puppies and at first i was like what and so then i thought about it and i thought who doesn't smile when they see a puppy that's true you know cute I, puppies make for uh smiles i mean people get so we have cute puppies and so can I promise that by tomorrow or Sunday we will have this issue posted? Uh, sure. That's up to you. Yes, yes absolutely. Yeah. I'll help create it. You're the one posting it. Remember <laughs> yes. that? Yes, we will, we will get it online. So by the time, yeah, and I'll, I'll edit this part out. Um, <laughs> yeah, we can we get it online. And then so by the time this airs, so you can find us online, uh, QC Family Focus on Facebook, the website. We're also on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're, we're everywhere on Instagram, Facebook. I mean, when you start rattling them off, there's, there's lots going on. There really is a lot going on. We would be on Snapchat, but my children have told me that They've I'm told absolutely you no. not allowed and to be I, on Snapchat. You know what? I would, ha- I would tend to agree with that, partly because it's just one more thing to have to do. But well, it is uh, TikTok and Snapchat, is, as much as I understand them, and, is, and I, I humor myself. And, but to me, I'm like, I finally am at that point where I'm like, the get off my social media lawn guy. I'm like, <laughs> Snapchat and, and, and TikTok to me are like, I don't want to invest the time. Well, so, I'm kind of glad that you said that because every TikTok video that I see, and I'm sure there are others out there, but it's somebody dancing mm-hmm. or it's somebody singing. And exactly. I have absolutely no desire to do either of those with the camera anywhere near me. So time. yeah, it's just not for me. That TikTok, I just, I don't think they have to worry about that. But... Some of Kyle and Matt and Kate's close friends actually asked me to be on Snapchat and went so far as to take my phone and set up oh, an account boy. for me. And the three Mickle children were like writhing in pain at the thought of me being on yep. Snapchat. Yeah. So. I have a Snapchat account, uh, but it's been so long since I've, I've logged into it, I don't even know my password probably. So it was back when I did mornings at B100 and it was like we felt like we had to have one. And so it's been four years since I've probably used it. And I just, I'm like, I don't care. I don't have time for this. You know I'll what? Instagram all day long. I'll, I'll do live videos. I'll do YouTube, whatever. I just, I just don't get it. I, my, my kid, it's funny. My oldest daughter lives on TikTok, but won't create any content. She doesn't want to like be laughed at, but she'll watch everybody else being dumb forever. And I'm like, okay. I, I mean, some of them are cute. If it is something that is trending or it is you know it's on another medium Mm -hmm. then that's usually where i'll see them but i don't i just i for the longest time i was all about facebook and that's what you know and so i still am there and share a lot there but then all of a sudden i said 
I've got this Twitter account. I should do something with that. So now I'm tweeting on a regular basis. Am I tweeting once or twice a day? No. But for me, I'm, I'm pretty proud of myself. And Instagram, I'd, I'll go there and visit. I'm just I'm not really comfortable with it yet, but I'll get there. Yeah, it's probably not going anywhere. Well, so you, we, yeah. Eventually, I am. I, so I should probably master well, you, you probably, later. You probably should. Yeah, Instagram to me is kind of like my favorite place. I just, it's comfortable. I, I mean, I still like Facebook, but the whole world is on Facebook, and I, I think I've grown a little tired of that. But um, yeah, I mean, I just, I mean, Twitter. I've never really. You're much more into Twitter than I am. I, I, I will use it, but not religiously. So it's like, I kind of feel like, oh, yo, that's right, Twitter. I should, we should post it there. Mm, okay. So it's kind of like the stepchild that, or the stepbrother that you you have, but you don't ever talk to. I guess at least for me, yeah, maybe not be a good analogy, but I'm I just it's just a step it's it. just a step above TikTok for me. <laughs> I, I just feel like now I have to really figure out what's appropriate, and by appropriate I mean something that the you know not sounding like the old man. Mm-hmm. If I do something on Instagram, they're going to be is he ancient? You know, so I'm I'm still. Yeah, I'm trying to figure the world of Instagram out, but you've got that one mastered. You do a great job with that and the photos and stuff that you put on there. So, but I think it's easy to use, and uh, it it people people consume it regularly. They like our content. They they you know they share it, whether it's Facebook or I mean. But you're right. I mean, Twitter is has its own. I think to me, Twitter is can be can be very political. Um, but it also can be very informative. I mean, a lot of photographers, other people that I follow. I can learn a lot, but I think Twitter to me is like any social media. I can get absorbed in it and 45 minutes goes by and I'm like, what did I just do? Did I really, I don't know if I learned anything and I'm like retweeting this or following this or laughing at that. And I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever get that time back. Like you won't. Mm -hmm. Trust me, you won't. Turns out I won't. I think that's the thing too, though. When you hit on politics, boy, the political candidates really hit mm-hmm. Twitter hard. Yeah. And, you know, when I go to social media, I would like to look for an escape. And the mm-hmm. minute I post something and somebody tries to turn it into a political thing where they're arguing with somebody else, mm-hmm. I delete the post. I, You know, we've got enough of that on a daily basis. That's yeah. not what my social media accounts are designed for. And I just am, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. But now look at us. Now look at look at us expanding our horizons. Mm-hmm. Sure. In the midst of a pandemic. Exactly. Well, guess we have plenty of time on our hands sitting in your and when you're sitting in the house, I'm like, okay, what should I, ch- what should I check next? What should I do? I'm like, okay. I'm just going to tweet. That's what I'm. Yeah, really. <laughs> yes, because there's, there's not enough people in this world who who tweet every four hours that we might follow on a regular basis. Yeah, but. I'm not that. I'm not that good. So, I'm in like, the Dece- is there anything days. particular in the December issue you want to highlight? You know, I really feel like it's, uh, gosh, I think it's very well balanced. I mean, we have health and we have finances and we have cute puppies on the front cover. Well, and it's just... <laughs> cute puppies really on the cover. Is. I don't want to I don't want to highlight one individual because we have so much... And we even have something on relationship advice. You know, if, you, if you're in a somewhat new relationship and now the pandemic has hit and the strain's there and how how you can navigate your way through that. I, you know, we're just, it's, it's a lot of info mm-hmm. in just a small amount of pages. And I'm, you know, and you can find it online where we have our own website, uh, QC family focus, uh, dot com. You can also find us on, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, I will tell you that we are in the process. We're looking at ways to revamp QCFamilyFocus.com. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, we're going to have a media player on there. We want more videos so that you can click on the video. TikTok watch videos of you videos dancing? Nope. Now, see, no, now, that would be wrong. a good use. That would be a great use of that's, space. Uh, yeah, that's the wrong website. That's not going to happen. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something, uh, yeah, never mind. Um, it's, uh, as yep. we used to say in Oklahoma, people would be looking at me and going, bless his heart. Mm-hmm. So, uh, no, that's not going to happen. But we are going to give it just, you know, in this digital age, we've got some new ideas. And so we're going to upgrade it and and give it kind of a fresh look and give you more video options and tie it into social media more. And But no TikTok videos of you dancing. No, no. Okay. I mean, no. that's probably fair. No, not as long as I'm breathing. There's that's not too many requests for that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. one's asking for yeah. that. Exactly. I get that. First of all, I'll just hurt my back. You we, know? That's true. And, and we I'll don't scar need that. the viewers. We don't so need that. Just no way. Nope. Nobody needs that. No. Uh, so 2020, people tend to think that it was just the worst year on record and everything is horrible. I, you know what? It has been a terrible year, but I find that there are some things I think that have actually, we talked off the mic during the break about family time. Mm-hmm. Um, I've watched more movies with my kids. I'm not a huge movie guy, and but I've learned to really accept that my kids like to watch movies, and my wife does. So one of the things that we've done in this new house, we finished the basement, put a you know 60 inch TV in the basement. We watch a lot of movies, a lot of family time. Right. That it it first it was because we had to. Now I'm like, well, this is kind of fun because before you know, work all the time, you're on the road, you're here, you're there. Hey, you eat dinner with Camden and I'm going to go to this or you have dance class and I'll eat by myself. I think 2020, obviously everyone has been forced to spend more time together. I feel like it has been good for my family, um, partly because we have a dog and partly because we just have learned to to like find time to do things we all kind of enjoy. And I think it's it's been a situation where I can watch my kid a little more closely grow up um, and him often just like wow she's so you probably went through this with your kids i mean maybe you still see this when they're older and i don't see it as much with caitlin because i just she's older now but camden still fascinates me sometimes i'm like wow she's just an amazing little human being i mean the things mm-hmm. they do at six are amazing to me at 20 it's not as amazing i'm proud of her but she doesn't ever do anything that i'm like oh my god i've never i've never seen you do that before right I, i'm the the whole pandemic has forced me to to see my children in a new light and i think i'm amazed at just how amazing my younger daughter is and how resilient my older my older daughter is like living her college experience during covid and in in a way being deprived of the college experience you know we talked about that with caitlin as well you know they're uh she was still living on campus but they had gone all virtual you know, we've talked a little bit about Kyle, too. I mean, graduating early from the University of Iowa so he could go pursue his dream in Major League Baseball and lands a 10-month paid internship with the Tampa Bay Rays and three months in, they say, well, two month, two and a half months in, they say, you can go ahead and work from home. And by home, we mean Iowa. Yeah. So he flew back. And then a couple of weeks after that, they said, guys, we have to apologize, but wow. we're we're shutting down the entire internship. And so yeah. I know that that was, I know that was extremely difficult for him. Um, I love having him at home, mm-hmm. but not at the expense of him 
not being able to you know, do what he wants to do. You're right. Dream. No, that so, makes sense. Uh, so, it, you know, it's been an adjustment for all of us. Um, but, you know, he would tell you that some very positive things have come from him being home. And I think at the end of the day, I think I'm more centered because, you know, by the time I do yeah. my WHBF KLJB gig and then we have the magazine and then I'm producing documentaries and then, you know, we have the journey from dude to dad. Uh, the week fills up really quickly by like Monday afternoon. <laughs> and so it, yep. it takes a while, you know, for me to kind of navigate through that. Yeah. Um, but now I feel like I'm doing a better job of it. I agree with that. I feel more centered or I feel more, I don't know, in, in, in touch with reality. I, I don't take life quite as seriously. At, well, at the same time, I take it very seriously. Having you know, a father-in-law that's died this year and seeing my wife go through that. My father is still alive. My mom passed away 20 some years ago. And I, well, I was very close to her as someone, she was a recovering alcoholic. And when my parents got divorced, it was just, it wasn't the best situation. So we were close, but she chose to kind of be a little bit away from the family. So I don't have, I mean, I am having a, a little bit of a hard time sometimes relating to my wife because although I miss my father-in-law a lot, I can't relate to what my wife's going through because they were extremely close. And there you have it. it another installment of the journey from um, dude to dad. And I only look at hope my two daughters it. and think Thanks someday I only in. hope that Be they sure care enough the about me when I'm gone. Dad on Facebook you know? or so, Journey to Dad on Instagram. And last but not You're least, check out our video blog at journeytodad.com. They, you know, they may not always verbalize it, but it mm-hmm. means a lot to them. Yeah. And I, and I think that's true. And But you don't do it because it's like for, for the accolades. I just do it because I just, it's like, the best path forward to me as a dad. It's just natural. It when I got divorced, it was it became like job one. I was committed to not being that dad that saw my kid every other Thursday and then twice right. a month. I it was worth every dime, you know, going to court for for joint custody and shared custody, and it has paid off. We have a good relationship. And my younger daughter now, I'm super involved. And it's weird because I'm probably more involved in my younger daughter's life than I ever was in Caitlin's because Caitlin lived in Dubuque most of the time that she, after we got divorced. So, I mean, I would see her a lot, but I didn't see her every day. So it, I just have found at the end of this year, I'm a lot more grateful at Thanksgiving. I was like, yeah, you could look at it and some days really suck. But in reality, I'm, I'm pretty grateful. My businesses haven't closed. I'm still making some money. My family's intact. My kids are still getting educated. And I, there is, there's an end in sight potentially to this pandemic. I don't know if that's just me being a positive, you know, happy go lucky guy. I think the worst of this of 2020 is behind us. Does that mean 2021 is going to be great? Maybe not, but I think it's a matter of how you look at it, how you value your family. I'm a lot more grateful for my family and my businesses and my friends and just, what I have than I probably was a year ago at this time. I took a lot of it for granted. I think we all are, you know, and in um, a thousand percent transparency, uh, I'm taking four and a half days off from my full-time job. I left early on Wednesday and I'll be back sometime Monday morning. And it has been a great time. And I love what I do there. I absolutely Mm -hmm. love what I do there, but it has been a time for me to just, 
detox in the sense of yeah. I'm not watching the newscast all the time. I'm not worried about the breaking news stories. I'm not worried about any of that and just concentrating on families. And so when you and I were talking about this today, I'm like, oh, man, we're decorating for Christmas. You know, we've got all the decorations out. Do I really want to leave and go do this? And I thought, you know, this one I really do because mm-hmm. it's talking about what's most important to me and that's about being a dad and it you know it's a journey that's like none other and you know i've got we had dustin nolan on here uh, a while back and he's about to be a dad before him several months ago we had eric zizich my weekend anchor and you want to see he's just they're both incredible guys you want to see Eric Zisich grin from ear to ear? Just ask him how Gracie's doing, mm-hmm. and he—he he is so over the moon in love with that little girl. And it's—and I remember that. I remember that with all yep. three of mine, you know. Yeah. And I still love them. It's a—it's a graduated love, I guess. It's a different. True. The relationship it changes. changes. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, you're but, right. Uh, to your point, absolutely. I can't say it as eloquently as you did, but I'm. I'm grateful for the support system that God has given me. I think that our three kids are not perfect, but I think that at their core, they're just incredible human beings. And uh, some days I just look at all of them, yesterday being one of those days, looking around the table and going, wow, Mm -hmm. this is us, you know, this is us. Well, I know for sure my kids aren't perfect. I've learned that easily, but I love them to death and I wouldn't trade them for anything. I mean, it's amazing. And I think every dad who's listening right now, or even a mom who might be listening, everyone loves their kids. We all sure. appreciate our children. It's, I don't know. I mean, whether it's whether it's covering happy stories or stories that are that are engaging in a time where things are not good, or it's being grateful for just some of the small things. I'll tell you what, and and you'll you'll agree with this because you have the same thing going on right now. This damn dog that we got mm-hmm. has brought more joy into my life. Then and I didn't want the dog. This like again last night, like many nights, sleeps right next to me. Like if I move, I'm gonna crush him. And he's just like I'm totally comfortable here. I'm gonna lay right next to you, Dad, and I'm good. That dog, as much as I didn't want him, and I knew we were gonna get him. I knew it was an inevitable thing. So I thought, well, I'll end up taking him out and doing my thing. He's like he's like my bonding buddy because he's he's the only boy in the house other than me. And uh, it is. It's just sometimes I'm like, even the smallest thing of a pet is the only thing that went right in my day. I'm like, well, I come home and he'll lick my face either way. He loves Isn't me. Amazing. Yep. Uh, and Karen's the same. Karen was not in <laughs> favor of the dog. And after we lost Oreo after 14 years, um, I know that I struggled with it. And I know that uh, Matt was having a real, well, all three of them were having a rough time with it. But Kyle lived away. And um, so we had, it was a tough time. Mm -hmm. And when, I may have told this story before, even on a previous podcast, I, uh, I had gone with Matt when he had looked at the dog two times and um, he, uh, he, I could tell that he wanted the dog and he stayed for like an hour and a half one time and an hour another time. And I just... Um, so when Karen, when he said, I'm going to go see the dog tomorrow because Karen had said, we're not getting another dog. He said, okay, I'm going to be there in the morning as soon as they'll <laughs> let me. Yep. So I can say goodbye to him because somebody else is going to take him right away. And I want to be able to say goodbye before they do. And I just looked at Karen and went, I don't have it in me. I mm-hmm. can't, 
I cannot be there when he says goodbye to this dog. And so she went, and then an hour later, I got a text message. Welcome, Boomer, to the family, everyone. Mm-hmm. And so and that dog, it's, the dog will sleep in the bed. This is kind of a new thing for us, but right next to Karen. And then, you know, three-fourths of the way through the night, then he'll decide to show Dad some love, and he'll snuggle up next to me. But you come in, and he's jumping up and down, and he's so excited to see oh, yeah. you. And he all the time. Is, I will tell you that all three of the kids and Karen is completely in love with this dog. Hmm. I, I love him too, but it, all three of the kids are really tight with him. And I just never knew if they would have a bond with him like they did with Oreo because we had Oreo for 14 years and they'd yeah. grown up with Oreo, but the pandemic did. I think they all need that source of comfort and Boomer has certainly done. Oh, that. absolutely. And a pet, sometimes does that and i mean it just happens to be for us it's a dog i'm not a cat person um, yeah, we don't want to fish per se but um uh, it happens more and more now that camden will say to me dad i'm so glad you let me get kinnick i'm just mm. a thank you thank you so much and i'm like hey, you're welcome i mean i'm like this wasn't what i wanted now i'm like i like the dog too and granted, I'm taking care of the dog more often than everyone else, but mm-hmm. he is kind of, and he gravitates towards me. So if we all walk up the room together, he's going to come to me. So I've learned that, all right, well, I'll take him out most of the time. At three in the morning, if he has to go out, it's not going to, everyone else pretends they don't hear him. So I take him out. But yeah, you're right. When I come home, I will, I'll let him out of the kennel and he will run right to me and lick my face, bark, whatever. It's just, it's a little bit comforting sometimes. And I'm like, it's amazing. I'll have a simple little dog and a 12 pound dog can make your day. And I'm like, all right, maybe my life's not so bad after all. Bad day, no big deal. Come home, let it go. Just let yep. it go. He does. There's something very calming about him. I agree completely. And he just is, yeah. Despite his complete and utter like chaoticness, he's not calm at all. But there's something yeah. calming about having a dog, oh, even yeah. though the dog is hyper as hell. Well, they're both puppies, yeah, so exactly. they're all over the place. But yeah, he is. It's amazing that even yesterday I was laying down on the sofa after you know dinner and watching some TV and stuff, and he immediately hops up mm-hmm. and lays right next to me. And there's just this calming influence. When I walk in after a very long day of breaking news or whatever we're dealing with, and he's greeting me and jumping all over me and everything. There's just no. Well, he knows about, you're Mike Mickle. You know, he's like, "There's oh, Mike yeah, Mickle." Shut up. <laughs> so, but I will say that when I get home, or on my way home, even if I know the kids aren't going to be there, yeah. I can't wait to get there and see Boomer. You know? Yeah. I, no, I get that. I totally get that. Yep. So absolutely. So really, the moral to this story is, dudes and dads, if you're struggling and you don't have a pet. You should get, a, get one now. Get a dog. Yeah. There's lots of shelter animals out there waiting. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So where can they find us online if they're now dying to find out more about what we do? It is journeytodad.com, and that's the number two, journey mm-hmm. number two, dad.com, journeytodad.com. And you can find us on the journey from dude to dad on Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And on Twitter. And Twitter. I was just your favorite, you to say your favorite because, place to you know, be. I gotta bring you over to that social media. Yeah, and, I know. And, you do. Gonna, you and the president. Both of you try to get me over there. I know. I get it. <laughs> Outgoing or incoming. Never uh, mind. Well, yeah, Let's exactly. not even go there. <laughs> That's still up in the air, evidently. <laughs> <laughs> we enjoy you guys taking the journey with us more than we can express. And if you have stories you want to share, 
please do. If you have photos you want to share, please do. If you want to be a guest on this podcast, let us know because this is your journey just like it's ours. It is the journey from dude to dad, and we are proud to be taking it with you.